Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And the Double Deuce is back. Double Deuce! This time it's personal. What episode are we on? 143. Oh, fuck. That is getting so close to 150. I know. Yeah, we were, we were talking because we, we've been doing live ones every 25. I think it's been sure. every 25, yeah. yeah. Kind of sticking to like the comic book model of like, <laughs> this is a, this is an anniversary. I feel like they like to do every 25. It's like it's like double-sized. That's yeah. kind of how we've been doing it. Yep, double-sizing we're it. We're figuring out be... where it's going to be. Well, we'll let you guys know when we figure it out. Probably, should... probably Conroy's. We're thinking about Conroy's. Thinking about of doing course, Conroy's. The, the lodge, the Eagles Lodge, is currently without. It's a lodge without a country at the moment. We, it's uh, it's a we devastated sold the place. We, we husk of a building. We are we are working up the new place. I don't, I, I don't know to what point we've been announcing what's going, what the plan is. I'm not going to do it on double deuce, uh-huh. but there is a plan. I went in, I went in about a week before it closed and they said the air conditioning's gone. I'm like, what do you mean they turned it off? And they're like, no, they were renting like two thirds of our air conditioning. They came and took it away with a crane. Uh-huh. They actually literally lifted the air conditioning unit out That's of what, the one building. of the reasons we wanted to get out of that big space is there were, there was a catastrophic air conditioning failure a few years ago when we but the good people at at Cloud, right? Was it Cloud? Yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're nice people. Go to them for your air conditioning needs. They set up a really nice rental situation with us to let us have air conditioning without having it bankrupt us. So we, we've, we recorded nearly a hundred of these episodes, I think, or at least a good a 60 or 70. Chunk. I don't know when we made the change. We are definitely, I would say in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. And they were almost all there. It the was, first, the first 70 something, 80 something. So, so let's know. just take a moment. Let's have, yeah. a, let's have a little, a little sure, to we the lost Eagles our old Lodge studio. corner. Yeah, that's right. Uh, to have a, have a, have a little drink for all of you at home. Please drink along. Those of you who are driving, that's grab right. your coffee. We did, we did our big, our big 50th extravaganza spread over a few episodes. That's right. We, we did, yeah, our first couple live ones there. That's right. We had a lot of good times there. Yeah. So, uh, so grab whatever you're drinking and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and if you don't drink, drink please don't start for this. It doesn't this. have to be alcohol. Dr- it doesn't have to be Drink something. Yeah, drink something. But you have to drink something. Mm-hmm. And say goodbye mm-hmm. to the Eagles Lodge. But the good news is the lodge itself is not gone. It's just moved to a different, uh, and it's also technically not a lodge. I've been told many times, although I still like it's to technically call it. an airy. It's technically an airy. Uh, we are in the process of moving it, so it will yeah. have a new location eventually. Yeah, don't get depressed. It's going to be We're, like we are working on. Like it. remember when Gandalf fought the Balrog, and he was like, "Fly, you fools!" And then he went yeah. down into the fiery pits of bomb dock door or whatever and then like the next thing you see him he's like all in white and he's like oh yeah i remember being called gandalf but no i'm gandalf the white now mm-hmm. uh that's gonna be like the new eagles lodge is gonna be like i'm eagles lodge the white now only let's not use white because it doesn't really <laughs> reflect the diversity of the exactly. of the eagles that makes it I, I just i feel like i made it awkward yeah but um it's not it's i mean it's a very no. diverse place so uh, but it's like Gandalf being re- revitalized, but mm-hmm. not as Gandalf the White, just as Gandalf. Exactly. Yeah, he's back. 
And you know, I always felt like, you know, I feel like Tolkien did a really good job, but when it comes to those, what are they, the Starry, what are the, the wizards? Yeah. Like, cause there's like, there's, there's a, a gray one and a brown one and a white one and two blue ones. I'm like, you couldn't, you couldn't put a fifth color in there, Tolkien. Yeah. You had to yeah. do two blue ones. You couldn't do know. like a blue and a, and a red or, or blue and an orange or Maybe something. Maybe he was colorblind, so he just mm-hmm. saw blue. Especially cause those guys are just in the east and you don't really hear about what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, why they got two blue ones? It seems like, I don't know, man. I feel like 99% of the time, Tolkien, you were coming, you were coming strong, right. working hard. You did a then, lot of work. But every now and then you punted and it's like, two blue wizards, whatever. We won't see them. They're both blue. It's like, just pick, pick, pick a color. Seems like a weird hill to, <laughs> to sort of, to sort of, pick, to, pick to, another to color. Yeah. 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 You're still punting them. We're never, we don't see them, but. Right. Just say one's make, green. Make say per- one's green. Yeah. Where does that hurt? Exactly. Yeah, it's not going to hurt anybody. Mm-mm. You're only hurting yourself by making them both blue. Yeah, Come I can't on. think of their names off the top of my head, but they're they two blue ones. It was weird. All right. Well, they're not. They don't really appear in the, in the no. Lord of the Rings. They just exist. Yeah. You hear you hear about them, but. Right, but they don't do anything. I'm wondering. You hear about so many people. It's like because Amazon was it Amazon or Netflix. One of them dumped a fuckload of money into making some Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings style TV stuff. Right, and like I wouldn't mind if they do some like, hey, let's go east for a while. Let's see what those wizards were doing all that time. Right, like, like there's nothing about really what they're doing. It's like you can do whatever you want with that. You can make that shit <laughs> right, up whole right. cloth. You just have like a few few known characters, but even that you don't know anything about them. Like, let's do some of that. You know, probably what let's they do were whoever, doing. Whoever bought that. They were probably Netflix, being Amazon, asked to that. leave restaurants by elves because they're so racist. Probably they were being looked at, and like probably they were having barbecues in parks, and elves were calling. Like the fucking town guard being like, they're not allowed to barbecue in this park. It's just, yeah, yeah, fucking elves. I don't know if there's a whole lot of elves in the east. I don't no, because they're all going west. Because they're a bunch of elitist bastards who don't want to. Well, fight. like that's their homelands to the west. Wow, yeah. I think the east was also kind of like their their kind of like where the non-white people lived. Well, actually. and they wouldn't like that, would they? Because they're racists. They wouldn't like not having the privilege that they become entitled to to live in their little forests and have their little perfect lives where they know what each other's thinking. And and we've already covered. I, your I know. Racism. I know. Um, it's not. It's not racism if they're the racists. It's it's pointing it out as I think. I think you were like. I think the the concept of reverse racism has been widely discredited. Except I think in this case, I think your reverse racism against elves. Is is like the exception that proves the rule. I, I'm just saying that those those little hobbits have more compassion and empathy. In well, yeah, they do. Their, That's kind of the point. Tiny little point of tiny little books. furry toes than I have they're, in my entire my entire body. <laughs> when it comes dudes. to when it comes to comes to shove, they're going to get the job done. Right, they're good dudes. I I we I don't want to I don't want to make it all about me and my my personal bias so we can move on uh suffice to say um elves are racists and uh the two blue wizards get a little more get a little more variety in there tokeen 
he got so mad about people stealing his material. Like, I remember all of those books having the largest copyright warnings in the world, like, pages after pages of copyright warnings. Well, because- I think there was a little bit. Because didn't... I, th- or, or if, I don't know if it was him as much as, like, the publishers. Because I think there was a thing when, like, D&D first was created because that was, like, one of the sources they pulled from a lot. And there was a whole, like, why they're called halflings in D&D because I think at first they were going to call them hobbits. But then, like, fuck you, we own Hobbit. <laughs> and so that, then they came up with halflings then, I guess. <laughs> don't worry, same thing, I wish, different I, name. I, I wish don't worry there was about a, it. I wish there was a store that was all, like, Tolkien stuff that was like, fuck you, we own Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And that was just the name of the store, like mm-hmm. Spencer's Gifts. Yeah, like, fuck you, we own Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it does have some slightly uh, imperial overtones. With the we well, own. but it's British. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they can be imperialistic from time to time. I'm, I'm, Not as much lately. I'm really surprised it's that... It's in their blood. Since they were British, they weren't H-O-U-B-B-I-T-S, hobbits, because they like their U's so much over there. It's true, but I think Tolkien was a more Old English kind of guy, and I think yeah. Old English is a lot more kind of guttural without the, the fancy U's. I think that was yeah. like a French... Like when when the French took over for a yeah. while and yeah. put a whole lot of French into that, yeah, I think they're they're the ones who brought the use. We're talking yeah. it's like no, we're going Beowulf on this motherfucker. For those of you who no who you come to exist. us for your English history, the French took over in the fourth age of of Middle Earth. Uh, shortly after the War of the Ring, and you know what? Then that's like the time when the elves left. So that's the the the. The elves leaving that brought the they were the only ones keeping the French at bay. Well, so they leave and the French showed up. They uh, and well, then look at it. Exactly, exactly. Oh man, you know you know what conversation that I would I would love to not hear more than any other conversation <laughs> in the world would be a conversation between an elf and a French person. Well, you won't because they were the only thing keeping them at bay, and they left. The and French they left, in. and then the French moved in, and then. Uh, then, then England, uh, had to deal with, with that influence, uh, and, and the eventual, uh, formation of the modern, uh, English geography and national character, um, which was heavily influenced and by the, the and by the dwarves the turned into Scottish people. And the dwarves turned into Scottish people, and they didn't have to grow much, and they didn't have to change their accents, because nope. in every movie they all have Scottish accents, mm-hmm. so there you go. Um, and, and the Welsh, they got drunk. Mm hmm. Because that's what they do. They're really good at it. They're, they're the drunk ones. The, I don't the, remember what they were called. They're, they're, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I, just, I didn't know they were drunk. So that was English History Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm glad that you all, uh, were paying attention through that. Uh, we you were going to. remember gonna... that in, like, the, in, like, the old Rankin and Bass, like, animated Lord of the Rings stuff. Like, at the end of Return of the King, they tried to do a weird thing about... Because I think there's a little bit of that in the Tolga thing. The idea that, like, Middle-Earth was, like, weird alternate, like, like deep-deep Earth history. Really? <laughs> but they, like, do a whole thing about, like, how hobbits are getting taller. And that at some point it's just... Because the elves and everyone's leaving, and like that, it's just going to turn into regular Earth at a point. The hobbits are just going to keep getting taller to the point where they're just dudes. <laughs> I think, and it keeps me like I think Gandalf's like that one's tall. It's like it's like Mary's taller than Frodo, and Pippin's taller than Mary. <laughs> like things are changing. Anyway, let's get on a boat. That's <laughs> where I remember that. Like after the, towards the end of that regular bass thing. 
I, I think I think when things get bad, we should all have boats to just be like, anyway, let's get on the boat. <laughs> let's go back to our weird ancestral homeland slash heaven. Yeah, yeah. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, apparently. You know, fucking Cocoon clearly stole a lot from, from Tolkien. Like, I, th- I feel like... Are, are, we, are you talking Cocoon, the Wilford Brimley? Yeah, man. Spent, the uh, whole, like, you go into a different place. By the way, I just want to point it out to the Academy. You never get older, you never die. Like, sounds like... Isn't it actually called, like, the Undying Lands in the West? It's kind of like the heaven where, like, the Valar and everything, you know, that the elves are from, that they all sail the boats back to? I don't think that's what it's called in Cocoon. No, but I think, but I think clearly, but you never get any older, you never die yeah. in Cocoon, and I think they're just fucking... Like, I think they aren't spaceships, they're just boats, and they're going west to, oh, like, to where the elves live. I think they fucking totally ripped that off, and they tried to, like, smooth it out by throwing Gutenberg in there, because they're like, the goots will make these people not realize we're clearly stealing this shit from Tolkien. You just gotta throw some goots in there to run defense on, on our plagiarism. But you know what? <laughs> I bought it for a long time, Cocoon, right. and finally my eyes are open. My eyes are open, and I know what you did. I know what you did. I, I love that period of the eighties where like modern uh modern appliances and like entertainment items would become uh the plots for amazing like goofy sci fi stories like uh for example Cocoon where the pool uh becomes the focal point for like a the fountain of youth, uh or the last starfighter where a, an arcade game machine in a trailer mm-hmm. park becomes a training ground for an intergalactic uh, a really, a really poorly organized intergalactic resistance. By the way, if you go back and watch that movie, it's that true. resistance sucks. Really, if, if that just random Earth kid hadn't shown up, they were fucked. Because they all yeah. die. Like, he's the only <laughs> yeah, no, one. They're, they're really, it's him and what's that dude? Really Greg. Bad Isn't it Greg? It's Greg, yeah, which, yeah. Which, I, I like to think it was Greg in the script. They're like, it needs to be more alien. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, they're really bad at starfighting. Uh-huh. They, they don't... And also, their starfighters seem to be shaped like trash cans uh, with sticks on the end and move uh, at about 15 miles, a, a space miles, a space hour. Well, I mean, I feel like it's hard to get any kind of scale of movement in space. Like, But they even managed to make the lack of movement seem slow. It's true. They didn't have a lot of money back then. I'm There's not, a whole lot of people trying to make Star Wars money. I'm not complaining. Then. And I'm telling you that the... the it's still a fantastic film. The robot version of him, the, the decoy that's sent down, is one of the <laughs> best devices I've, I've ever seen in a sci-fi that, that movie crazy. ever. Hands down. <laughs> that, that causes, uh, there, there's some good scenes there with the... <laughs> But if you haven't checked it out, I think Last Starfighter... The whole where, like, he takes his head off to do some diagnostics and the brother wakes up and sees him. He's like, go back to bed, Lewis, or tell mom about your playboys. It's just his head is just sitting on a desk. (laughs) But it works. The kid goes to sleep. I feel like there were one or two more where, where it was, like... Like luxuries, like perceived eighties luxuries. I mean, I guess there was the waterbed uh, death scene in Nightmare on Elm Street with Johnny uh, Depp. With Johnny or Depp. Or if you watch that, like before DVDs fixed stuff, because I remember like the the fucked up like transfer to VHS, where like bef- when they would do like a little pan and scan or a little like, cut off the letterbox things, uh-huh. he was on EP. In Nightmare on Elm Street on the on the old VHS tapes because they cut off. It was like his name was close to the edge. <laughs> I remember we called him Ani Epp for a few years. We hadn't seen it in a while and rented it from Blockbuster or whatever. And we're like, Ani Epp. <laughs> nice, nice. 
So yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, we covered a lot of shit there. We really did. That was eighties movies corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really happy about that. Um, anyone? Anything we got coming up? Oh, I wanted to give a I wanted to give a brief plug uh, to a, a new series that you're going to be helping me work on, even though you don't know it yet. What? Um, uh, I want to. I'm going to do some. We're going to do some shitty deals. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. What am I doing? Well, you're doing some. You're helping me sketch right because we're going to do some sketches with it too. Okay. I think. And then maybe some sketches in the shows. I don't know. But uh, okay. But it's going to be called. My idea is here's my big idea. Here's the big. Yes, pitch. I had to say yes because we're doing double deuce. Exactly. Right now. This is how I gotcha. Uh, you don't have to do it, but no, if you don't, that'd that. be really sad. Um, it's uh, it's called, uh, bedtime with, and each week there'll be a new host. And so it'll be bedtime with, say, for example, like Mike Anderson or Mark Hennessy, two people who I've also not asked. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and does anybody uh, know about this or, that we're um, talking about right now? Have we talked to anybody? No, nobody yeah. knows. I, I'd also like to get some ladies in there. So maybe Patricia Lockwood uh, or you should um, get some ladies in there. Yeah, I think I think some you know uh, some some bedtime uh, with. But anyway, they're sort of the host. You should get some Patricia Lockwood to do it. I've never met her. She seems cool. She I've seems read cool, some of her and work. she might like puppet. Doing a, like uh, uh, some bedtime stories for puppet shows. Yeah, so it'd be like a couple sketches. You should also get the other people. You said they're they're all. I, lo- I love Mark Hennessy. He's yeah, a good guy. Exactly. Well, we could we have all these people and and they, and they host the show mm-hmm. and then and they tell a story. Okay, like a bedtime story as part of their thing. And then we do a couple comedy sketches. And I wanted to maybe talk to the Guild Theater people, although I still we need to talk to them. Uh, <laughs> them to the ever-growing list of people you haven't talked to yet. Exactly. And it's going to be interesting when Jason Keezer listens to this episode and you still haven't talked to him. I, like, I kind of okay. <laughs> talked to him a little bit, but I didn't tell him exactly what the idea was well, or what I expected. Now, where you yep. talked to him before nine days from now when this episode comes out and he listens. Do you want the truth or do you want what I think will really happen? I, I think both things are... Wait, that's, I said basically exactly the same thing. Exactly, the same thing. You won't talk to uh, him. Okay, well, let me, let me, let me rephrase episode. that a little bit. Do you want what I what I want to happen or what I know will actually I th- happen? I think I still know the answers, though, yeah. about those things. Uh, I, I, will, I, I, I will have talked to him, but I won't have talked to him. I think you're going to fucking punt, blue wizard punt this thing, man. <laughs> I am going to blue... I was straight blue wizard punted down the road, kick that mm-hmm. blue can down the blue road, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to find out on the podcast he's going to be like, oh, I wish you to talk to me. Now I'm really angry at him. But he's so charming. I can't hate him. But I do kind of hate him because he's not really that charming. Damn. I don't know. What do I think? I don't know anymore. I'll have to ask somebody. No, I don't trust anybody with something this important to myself. I will just, uh, I will think on it. I okay. don't hate him even though he's my comedy political rival. I know. I mean, like that guy, right? Mm. That guy. So anyway, he's going to do it. He's yep. he signed up for it. Uh, and uh, we're just assuming. Long form improv. I doubt he'd uh, say no. Uh, he might. He's 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 getting he's getting more and more picky in his old age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, assuming he says yes, then we'll have some improv people and and the other people say yes. I mean, they're they're a true. We can't just we can't just make assumptions. Get to we have to commit. ask them all. Like Rebecca Boss, she might want to be in on it too. Mm-hmm. She wants to come do the show, by the way. So we need to get her it's on. True, yeah, we, so if you're listening, it's been a while. if you're listening, come back and do the show this again. Is that one like four guest episode that was a little nuts. Yeah, no, never again. Four guests. Four guests again. is too many guests. Hashtag never again four guests. Nope. Yeah. Uh, that's one for you, Alan. Hope you're still on the on the mix for this. Anyway, so uh, sketch comedy, uh, a little bit of improv, mm-hmm. maybe a, a musical guest mm-hmm. who I also haven't talked to, uh, followed by uh, a puppet show. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and do one every couple of weeks and only be like an hour long tops. So kind of, mm-hmm. kind of not under the table length. Um, get people excited about it. Uh, do some new puppet shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized I haven't written any new puppet shows mm-hmm. since like before the Trump administration. Yeah. And there has never been a better time for scathing hand puppet bullshit political comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm missing a trick here, I feel like, and I want to get on that scene. Might as well. Yeah. So there you go. Any idea where you're going to do it? Is there that yes. more people you got to talk to? No. I've talked to those people. Okay. Because that's always the first thing you want to set up, right? So I talked to, uh, the Art Center has that new annex. Oh, yeah. Uh, Studio 720 at 9th in Delaware, where, um, Dewar Glass Productions used to be. Mm-hmm. And they said that they would be willing to let us do it for uh, well, I'm not going to go through the financials with everybody here, but we can make it an, an affordable space to perform. Um, and so I think we'll be doing it there. All right. Uh, so starting in, I'd like to start in, I'd like to write in uh, July and August. Well, July's over. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm not saying I'm not already behind. When this comes out, there were... I, li- I like that you're getting kind of a keen uh, eye into my process <laughs> so, here and, and how that I'm process works. The, the two months you've, you've earmarked for writing, yeah. one of them is over. Right. <laughs> so, right. Well, that, that's, that's going to make it even so more keep in mind yeah, in your... Yeah. And then perform in, in September, October, maybe into November a little bit every other week not every week because that would be too intense but i think every other week mm-hmm. that's that's learning three sketches every i don't know i we could also trade out actors so but at the most it would be learning three sketches every two weeks but i think it's not terrible no. one or two rehearsals anyway so that's coming up once i book it in and confirm with anybody maybe. in september yeah well this will be this by the time this comes out it'll be august already right not quite Oh. Close to. It'll be the 29th of July. When well, this comes happy out. last day. Of- no, wait, shit. No, it'll be August. I forgot. This is the second one. Yeah. No, it'll straight up be August. Happy straight up August, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's not as hot there as it has been in July. Yeah. Remember man. July? Your old buddy July? July fuck. It's fucking hot. Yeah. It always is. Yeah, but I mean, this July, there's, it's hot with no rain. Man, fuck rain. a lot of July. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to come out and say it. Fuck a lot of July. Whoa, and that's right where we ran out of time. You went hot takes. You went hot take My right hot at takes the end. It's fucking hot out. Uh, is that your marketing corner too? Yeah, fuck a lot of July. All right, there you go. We're going to buy them. It's just, it's going to be kind of like a baby New Year, old man, end of the year situation. It's just going to be, uh, uh, Old Man July and Baby August. Baby August, I don't know, shoots July in the back of the head or something. I don't know. I'm spitballing. I got. I haven't thought about this, but I, I think I can run with it. Oh man, give me, give me a couple weeks. Let me let me work this out. I was I was just trying to see if uh, fuckjuly.com was available for yeah. marketing corner. Um, and the first thing it directs me to is Fourth of July porn videos. Okay. So apparently there is a, a subset of, of porn that's Fourth of July porn. It's like, uh, sex that you can only have on, on Fourth of July. Uh, and then one of those is mom. It's just like people fucking and a bunch of people just shooting Roman candles over them as they fuck. Yeah. Well, here, wife fucks friend at, after Fourth of July party in backyard at, and then it, it cuts off. So yeah. we, we'll never know. Uh, I, I followed on Twitter. It is the like, American translations of Japanese porn titles uh-huh. that they just post, and it is great because they're all like two sentences long and so much information without having any information. It's <laughs> right. kind of interesting. I don't know what it's called, but look into it. It's funny. Okay, there you go. It's Take- funny and horrifying because it's also Japanese porn, and 
I feel like that's that's a good theme for this show, funny but horrifying. I feel like the Japanese lost World War II and then they put all their horrifying energy into their porn. All their their old dreams of, of conquest and and blood. Right into their porn. We should probably end this. I don't even know what's going on anymore, man. Nah, I was trying to think of a callback. day. This is we're doing this. This is the second episode we're recording on a Friday night. Yeah, it's out eleven forty nine, edging into a, a Saturday morning. All right. Well, hey, let's 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 outro on a on a positive. You're looking good. Thanks. No, not no, you. Them. The, the audience. Oh, yeah. sorry. Try, try to get. You're looking good. And then you say double. Course, why? Why would I assume that you were complimenting my looks? I don't know. I, why would you? Double Deuce! <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at, at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too, I found out. There's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And, hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a Tell thousand. your friends. Thousand mouths. Tell that, your mom that are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, Tell her. Everybody likes your mom too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. We're doing so well. <laughs>